Hello everyone and welcome to Final Show. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've just got a few pre-show notes for you. First of all, I want to let everybody know that our addresses have changed. Uh, our Twitch channel has changed from Sinstaku to twitch.tv slash finalshowfilms, and our YouTube channel has also changed to youtube.com slash finalshowfilms. Next, we want to thank our $20 tier supporters on Patreon, which is patreon.com slash films, by the way, if you want to go throw a couple bucks our way. That's going to be Cat Waterflame, Antitonic, Samantha Bates, and Maureen Monty. Thank you guys for that. Also, our website is in the process of getting updated. So go take a look at finalshowfilms.com. We've got Mara and Jeremy are working on updating all of our stuff there, making it look nice and like a modern website, and frankly, they know what they're doing far better than I or Austin ever did, so if you want to check out the things that are changing over there, you go do that. Follow us on Twitter, at Final Show Films, for updates uh, for all future things, including things that are going on with our website, and going on with the Patreon page, and things that are going on live as we stream them, uh, as well as our podcasts and everything else, so thank you very much for watching, you have a good day. And we're live! <laughs> Hi, everybody! Welcome once again to Everyone is Warlocks, Conflux. I'm Jack, your GM and storyteller for the day. And introducing our cast of characters that we have present with us at the current moment, starting with Mara. Hi, I'm Mara, and I am playing Aurelia Clementine, Everest human archaeologist. And William? Hi, I'm William, and I'm playing Wotan Salt Spray, the Dwarven Pirate. And John? I'm John, and I'm playing Heaton, the Tiefling Noble. And Jeremy? Hello, my name is Jeremy. I am playing Korishana. Kalishtar. Kalishtar. Thank you. Kalishtar. Kalishtar person. Kalishtar. Kalishtar. Nikki? Hi, I'm Nikki. I'm playing Diamond Katard, Earth Genasi Folk Hero. And Cody. Um, Cody, I'm playing Cole, the Shifter Urchin. All right. Uh, Aaron is unfortunately not with us currently, so congratulations, guys. You're down a healer. <laughs> but our last moments in Conflux were spent in the flaring torchlight of a small underbow wharf as Wotan, Maja, and Cole fled the district from the pursuing warders, carrying scholar and political firebrand Archibald Van Dorn aboard the Wavecrest. Having earlier attended the professor's lecture this evening, the Hawkshead Compact spent some time socializing at the Montano Jeanette Estate with the other citizens and spotting at least one other suspected warlock amongst the company. But when the warders were deployed to brutally apprehend as many attendees as possible, the warlocks decided discretion was the better part of valor and fled into the lanes of Underbow, <coughs> along with Torvald Fauntleroy, Gerhold Cunningham, a pair of Aprian monks, and the previously mentioned professor. As most of the compact now makes its way homeward, our eyes are once again drawn to the Wavecrest and its cargo of passengers as they wend their way back toward the Reedy River in the district of Knives Font. Wotan, you're at the tiller. The waters currently are quiet, lapping softly against the bow of the Wavecrest as you pull the sails into position 
grab the handle near the stern of the vessel and begin directing it along the paths of the breezes. Professor Van Dorn is kind of settling himself slightly, still slightly a little agitated. He doesn't look like fleeing from law enforcement is a common practice of his, but he's keeping his shit together for the most part. Well, it looks like your uh, musings have stirred up quite a bit of attention. Aye, that was always rather intended to be the plan. (laughs) <laughs> not that not that kind of attention, though, I feel. Well, it definitely happened a bit more extreme and a bit more swiftly than I'd anticipated or estimated, but uh, courtesy of yourselves, it seems we seem to have gotten our, our feet back under us, at least for the time being. Glad to help. <clears throat> Always proud to assist another mind who's willing to engage well without some level of decent dialogue we're never going to see any positive change in this city so I'm glad you're at least willing to give it a bit of a discussion (laughs) more discussion than I'm willing to give to most things but yes so uh couldn't help but uh realize that uh you all seem to be amongst the chosen, are you not? Yeah, well, you seem to have been uh, given the dubious honor of being rescued by the Hawkshead Compact. Pleasure to make your acquaintances all then. Just the three of you, is it? Hmm. Ah, there's a few more of us, but uh, we all split in separate directions when the. Uh, when the local law enforcement decided to start breaking doors in. Fair enough. Easier to get away when you're in smaller knots. So, I uh, appreciate the uh, the services that you've offered, and if there's anything I can do to assist. A funny you mention, actually. Um, the conversation I had with you was a bit of a spark in me memory. Uh, It reminded me of conversations I had with um, a fellow dwarf some time ago. Uh, A fiery lass by the name of Thalia Forgefire. Uh, She often took your side in many of those debates. I'm wondering if perhaps you might have met her before. The name Thalia doesn't quite ring a bell, but I know uh, the Forgefire family's uh, fairly well distributed throughout Conflux. Ah... There's there's a forge fire at the university, actually. Uh, she's an instructor in herbs and botany. Mm. Don't know if it's any close connection to the lady of your acquaintance, but uh, I could... I'll, I'll ask next time I see her. I'd appreciate that. Understand if you uh, are attempting to keep things on uh, a lower profile, uh, usually individuals of your bent, at least if the historical records are to be believed, tend to try and maintain a lower profile during the earlier stages of the great game. But uh, if I do find of anything of interest or import, where should I, uh, where should I send the information?
There's a number of potential places. Um, generally speaking, uh, what was the name of the bar we first went into? The one that's near our place? Horse and Harp, right? Uh, Horse and Harp was the very first bar that you guys went to. That's not the one that's uh, in Knives, Knives Font. Font, though. Yeah. You are thinking of uh, the Motley Brew. Motley Brew. Mm-hmm. Uh, any information that circulates around the Motley Brew will probably pass by my ears. Let's see if he has any idea where, what or where that is. I take it that's a bar of sorts somewhere in your uh, neck in of the, the city. Si- in the vicinity of Knives Font. Oh, well... <laughs> You uh, you don't uh, you don't keep to the the safer parts of town. That's for sure. For now, that's where we're at. Also, Knives Font is a bit of a safer haven for my kind than most wards. Fair enough. Well, I'm sure, given our general <coughs> student body, there's at least a few that manage to make their way that direction from time to time. I'll ask about, and uh, if I find out anything, I'll I'll let you know. Of course. And don't let the name... Well, don't let the, my name get around too much, because, well, having my name associated with yours might not be the best for your reputation. But if you're looking for me in specific, you're looking for Wotan Saltspray. Mr. Saltspray... <laughs> <laughs> I have a cousin in the Flood Watch. <laughs> You're a man of quite some interest. <laughs> interest, infamy, one and the same. Aye, you could definitely do that. Well, <laughs> it'll be nice to have a bit of a secret to my knowledge that old Bertrand would be given his right arm to know about. <laughs> Your secret is safe with me, sir. <laughs> course. And if you ever need a quiet trip across the rivers out of sight, I can arrange. And he gives you a very sort of evaluatory look at that. Well, they do say politics makes strange bedfellas. Or crewmates in this case, I suppose. (laughs) But I appreciate it. I have a feeling that, uh, my tenure's going to be a bit in jeopardy at the moment, and uh, depending on how this evening ultimately shakes out, we may have a bit more business with you before we finally see an end to this situation. Speaking of which, um, you two keep up with the rowing. I'm going to check ahead real quick and um, see how things are looking further down river, and... Uh, I'm going to check what our uh, what the next docking location looks like for us. And he will um, just sort of dip off the back of the boat and start swimming ahead. Because my swim speed is twice my speed in the water. <laughs> the monks just sort of <clears throat> look and <laughs> shrug. <laughs> Professor Van Dorn just sort of leans his 
himself back in his seat with his hands behind his head. Well, it's a very interesting company you keep. And yeah, you hit the water. It closes over your head and you instinctively hold your breath like you have your entire life. This isn't the first time you've taken a header into the river for any number of reasons. But the the affinity you now have with the water, soon you just take that first gulp. <clears throat> he sort of makes the, he sort of like, I can, I can breathe, I can breathe, and he makes the conscious effort and just forcibly inhales. Right. The initial mouthful is pretty foul. I mean, it's a, it's a brackish river, heavily trafficked, and somewhat used as affluent and sewage disposal by a, fun, a, a segment of the city. But you let the water fill your lungs and then exhale it back out and kind of like walking into a room that smells kind of funky. Yeah. The first 30 seconds are rough, but your nose acclimates and your lungs do as well. And you manage to just take in the oxygen that you need from the water that previously would have been unthinkable and push forward upstream against the current. At this point, you had pretty much just made the turn out into the main channel. Are you looking for anything particular as you go forward? I'm heading towards where I typically moor up in Knives Font to drop off the other people. I'm just going to check and see what activity looks like up there. Okay. So you swim, occasionally sticking your head above the water to just kind of get a glance around, having to crane your neck because you have a blind side now. (laughs) And Knives Font seems fairly quiet. The riverfront is, of course, uh, populated by shipping traffic. There's a number of taverns and bars, so the evening crowd is rowdy at best and violent at worst, but nothing out of the ordinary. Knives Font has always had little, if any, warder presence and is somewhat self-policing in its own way. And as you draw closer and closer to the dock in question, you can see that the the shack off to the side where the the troll wharf master usually spends the majority of his time. There's a small flicker of candlelight from the interior, apparently still awake. But the wharf itself is almost entirely deserted. There's one or two slips but the rest of it is pretty wide open. It's more of a it's more of a transit wharf rather than a than a than a freight wharf. So that most boats don't spend too much time there after unloading or loading their passengers. As you get closer, you can see that both of the slips that are there, there's a boatman just kind of sitting there waiting, seeing if there's going to be any late night fares from one of the one of the bars closer down the the riverside road seems pretty quiet though 
having having checked up on the on the dock, I will head back to the boat and just to establish for future reference, I will probably make a habit of doing that, just checking ahead of of the docking location mm-hmm. whenever I suspect there might be any kind of danger at a docking location, like when we just fled borders. Right. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. You guys are able to get there, drop off the uh, the other two members. Cole, are you getting off here? Yeah. Headed back to Hawkshead? Go back to the Hawkshead. Okay. Um, Maja gets off as well and says she'll hail a carriage to, to take her back to Lavender House. I'll, I'll hang out with Maja until <clears throat> she gets on her carriage so she doesn't get pickpocketed or anything like that. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, no, you 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 walk with Maja down just past uh, Cat Scratch Alley to where Miss Wind Transit Company has their facility. Hire her a fairly cheap carriage uh, and get get her on the way back to Twilight's Web. And then pretty much everything seems to be fairly quiet. Wotan, after you unload them, it's only going to be probably about an hour or two up the. Uh, the river to Don Breeze to where the professor says that mm-hmm. that he's getting dropped off in his apartments. <laughs> and again, uh, when we get closer to a do- to an appropriate dock, I will swim ahead to check it out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the the dock that he anticipates being dropped off at, as soon as you start swimming up, you can see. Uh, go ahead and make me a perception check, actually, just to see how much. Nineteen. You can see a small squad of warders are kind of camped out there. Um, they're they're off to one side, just kind of ling- lurking, not necessarily crouched down and attempting to remain as hidden as possible, but there's probably about six of them there. And they're just on standby, it seems. Do I know if that's standard for this? It's not usually. At this hour of night, it's usually patrol is is what's going on for, for warder activity. They're covering an area as much as possible. If they're if they're standing still, they're either waiting to meet up with uh, another patrol or they're waiting for something in particular most yeah. of the time. In which case I will head back to the boat, climb back on. Well there's a squad of warders waiting for us at that dock. You got another you got a second eddy one. I mean, the the next one down might be uh, might be doable. There's, uh, I mean, a bit be a bit of a further walk, but <clears throat> the the weather's not bad this evening. All right, and I will very care. You might want to get down when we get close. He'll duck underneath uh, the the side of the boat and keep himself under cover. As you guys sail past, you can see uh, the glint off of a little bit of armor as a couple of them apparently step forward to just sort of take take an idle glance out. You don't see anything that gives you the idea that you're being heavily scrutinized, more just kind of idly observed. But that does add something to the evidence that they might actively be waiting to see if he comes back via what they assume is his normal spot. 
<laughs> so, and he kind of whispers from underneath the gunnel. So, does it look like uh, our friends have figured out where I might be headed? Uh, it looks like they've figured out where you typically land here if you, if you take the river a lot. Aye, that's the easiest method of transit for the most part. Uh, well, the brethren here will make sure I get back and they're pretty good at sussing out any sort of ambush, so uh, you can drop us at that next dock, assuming there's no guards there and we should be able to take it from, from that. If they're camped out about me apartments, well, <laughs> we'll sneak in, grab what I need, and get the, the fuck right back out again. I've got a few hidey holes about the city that I can take advantage of if I need to. All right. Uh, they're still a bit within sight range, so I can't exactly scout ahead. So stay down for a bit, and I'll keep an eye out, see if there's any more at the next dock. He hunkers down and sort of just pulls his cloak a little tighter against him, leans back against the the side of the boat. The next dock is clear. Doesn't seem to be anybody guarding that one specifically. All right, good to go. And it's one monk out. The other one tosses him the professor like it's a football. And then the other one jumps out after. And the two of them just whoosh, and vanish into the darkness. Just salute quickly and head back. Okay. The rest of you that were still in Underbow, after Heaton. Uh, sort of abandoned you on the front step of Gerhold Cunningham's house. You were able to find coaches, make your way back towards Knives Font without any further issue or problem. I had um, business to conclude. Thank you very much. You had business to conclude. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was specifically walking. Right. Mm-hmm. Were you were you looking for anything in particular on the way, Korishana? No. I'm okay. simply... It is... More soothing to walk. Sure. I was hanging out with uh, Aurelia. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> okay. Hope they all made it back. Of course they did. They always make it back. They're they're resourceful and yeah. No, it, they're fine. Mm-hmm. Sure. Your, your dance partner was loud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but uh, hopefully, I I don't know. He's he seemed like he just wanted to be in an adventure. I mean, don't we all kind of want to be in an adventure sometimes? No, no. Oh, just me. Cool. No. Never mind then. <laughs> no, I don't. I no. This is that was far too much adventure in my opinion. But it's it's what it is. Well, the adventure um, you go seeking versus the adventure you get thrown into is probably. A lot different. Yes. Yes. Uh huh. Um. Yeah. It's a whole. It's a whole thing. Um. Yeah. This whole warlock thing is gonna be a. How you doing, by the way? Uh. Getting getting arrested. Almost getting arrested. I mean, it's my first time, so I don't know. I didn't get arrested though, so my mom can't be too mad at me. Uh. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep, yep, that's true. Um, yeah, it's the first time too, but I'm gonna guess there's gonna be a fair amount of that. Almost getting arrested? Um, no, things that I have not ever done before. Oh, okay. That. Mm-hmm. 
Um, one of which was uh, ex hmm. explaining a bit more, I guess. I don't know why I didn't do this before, except for I was, <laughs> I was trying to deal with my, my family and also just the, the whole situation at that point was a little bit, ah, uh, a little bit new and terrifying. Um, but, um, we need to get back. Oh, I get back there as quick as possible. As That's right, like, you gotta check on Constance. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, who is, this is not getting easier anytime I say this. I don't know why. Is she uh, actually your pet? No. Okay. She's, she's my sister. Not, she was not born like that. Were you that born pet. like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful um no i was not either um she uh about a month ago um just i woke up and she was on the floor um so i've been trying to fix that um you're not like your family too though was that yeah Sorry if that's too personal no it's fine it's right. the first thing that most kind of people point out, but the whole warlock thing is kind of like sort of precursor yeah. that. So it's kind uh -huh. of nice to yeah, not yeah. have that as the first question. But mm -hmm. yeah, no, uh, I don't know who my dad is. My mom's told okay. me about him, though. He's All like, right. He's like a giant rock genie thing. <laughs> she doesn't describe him very well. Like, she describes how he looks, but like, Baseline is giant rock guy, and uh huh. Uh, you know, him and my mom had a thing, but then okay. he had to go, and then she had me. Uh huh. Yep. But then she met Darwin, and he's been great, and Charlie's a little shit, but they're my family. Yeah, siblings. <laughs> yeah, that siblings. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. All right. Anyway. Um, yeah. Good talk. Head back. Okay. Yeah. So everybody is able to make it home. Yes. Without incident. Sweet. Um, Cole, Cole is the first one there. And I just mess around with silent image, seeing what it can do. Okay. While I'm alone. Yep. With uh, Aurelia and diamonds coming seconds and then it's probably a good three four hours like you guys may already have gone to bed by the time Korishana gets back in yep. fact Korishana, who's walking give me an insight roll okay uh God damn it, stupid character sheet. Fucking... <laughs> uh, 12. Okay. Because me. Right. 
you're a little lost in the thought, but your yeah. mind still registers your surroundings enough to know when the knot of individuals half a block ahead probably should be avoided. So you do take a few detours to steer clear of the potentially less reputable contingent of the conflux nightlife. Right. Oh. Sometime in between Aurelia and Diamond's arrival and your own, Wotan makes his way back down the river. The troll will charge you another silver for docking your vessel. I will give him a silver. And you're able to make your way back to, to the hawk's head as well. Aurelia probably stays up because <laughs> she's worried about people. Okay. What are you doing as you stay awake? Um, just kind of sitting by the tank, um, okay. checking in. Nothing, right. nothing happened. <laughs> that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, oh, sorry. Diamond wants okay. to check on Aurelia. Like, are you okay? Is your yeah okay? Um, hey, hey Constance, I'm checking. Really? Hey. Hi. Hi. How are How was today? Normal. Normal? That's good. Nothing nothing happened. Okay. No, it's just wet and <laughs> And I sleep a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, is there anything I can bring you that would make when you're awake pass faster? I'm gonna there's a there's a there's a pause and then I don't know. I don't I don't think the same. Okay. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. No. That that that's that. You're different shape now. It makes sense. I'm a different shape inside too, really. Okay. All right. Well, you're still my sister. You're still here, so we can get you back to your normal shape. Okay. Okay. Um, I've been thinking of... I need to get some more money for it. But I've been thinking of trying to get... make something so that you can come with so I can keep talking to you more often. Okay. Not... Not just be here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'll see what I can do. Um, she's all Are right. Are you going to draw it again? Uh, yeah. No, I've, I've, um. I remember that. Yeah. I pull out from my bag one of the sketches and, like, press it against the tank. <laughs> What's that? Um, it's a it's a sketch. Can you see it? In 
and she you can you can see a little bit of physical reaction as she sort of scoots around sort of okay the the light is very I don't know how to Mm -hmm. describe it it's kind of wrong in a way that sort of makes sense all right well octopus eyes (laughs) yeah (laughs) also like light reflection and all sorts of nonsense Mm -hmm. Uh uh-huh um it'll be it'll it'll be smaller than what you're in right now but then we can keep keep talking um it she's okay um it's it's a I, I show Diamond. So I have a, um, Aurelia has like a sketchbook where she, she does, um, it looks like, like mechanical, like um, drawings, like uh, sketching out ideas for, this looks like a, a, a backpack with a jar inside of it. <laughs> and like a, a, a sort of bellows system that, looks like it snakes into it i've i've been trying to think of of a way to bring her along with us because i i don't think it's good for her to be stuck inside all the time and she doesn't i think she has trouble remembering when i don't talk to her so bring her along with um but i'm i i need to get some more gold to be able to kind of more crowns. So that's going to be expensive supplies. Yeah. But you know how to make it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, uh, before all this started, I guess, um, I was an archaeologist um, out of Vescone and I designed some tools that helped make it go a little easier and that helped get through college and it's it i've i've enjoyed it but i've a lot of funds have gone into this and trying to get some more gold basically um so i can yeah build things it's gonna cost um a lot uh jack (laughs) (laughs) give me an intelligence roll okay Do I get any sort of uh, bonus from having like uh, proficiency with Tinker's tools or not? Uh, nope. Mm-mm. Okay, after this, eleven. Probably, <clears throat> as you're looking at it and thinking about yeah. prototyping it out and definitely compensating for failure and yep. further experimentation along the way, you're thinking probably a solid 80, 90 gold. Yep. <clears throat> 80 or 90. <clears throat> yeah, that's a lot. It okay. is. Cool. We'll help. All right. Thanks. Hey. Uh, oh, hey, Woten. When he comes in. <laughs> oh, there. Hey. Glad He's to be- soaked. <laughs> you look very wet. I've been for a bit of a swim. 
that mm, okay do you have open wounds because that seems dangerous like a bad idea <laughs> no i don't and also he kind of runs his hand through his beard and just the water just goes away Ah, ah, yeah. I feel, I feel like Wotan only uses prestidigitation when it's maximum impression. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Otherwise, like he walked this entire way soaking wet for otherwise no reason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he... The, why? Why would you? Why would you use press education when there's no one around to watch wow. you do it? Right. Exactly. Because then you so, give the impression that you're just always perfectly clean, no matter what you've gone through. I which mean, is what yes. Hayden does. I, I have an elven cleric of Hanali who very specifically tries to not ever have to be seen to have. <laughs> but here's the thing. Wotan walked all the way here yeah. in the cold, dripping but wet, for two hours. Yeah. Just to do this. Yeah. Also, but nobody's going to fuck with the guy that's just walking through and he's obviously drenched. <laughs> that's true. You're like, rolled out of that. Yeah, don't miss that. He's not, yeah, no, okay. That guy, on the other hand. But everyone eventually arrives at wherever they're spending the evening finishes whatever evening activities they still have to do. John, make me an acrobatics check. <laughs> Are you sure it's not a Do I get advantage? No. <laughs> uh, it's 14 with no okay. bonuses. Yeah, no, that's not bad. Um, and drifts off to sleep. And as you sleep... Heaton. The drip of water echoes through the dark halls that you traverse. A lantern dangles from your hand, providing dim illumination just a few steps ahead. I wonder why I have a lantern, because I have dark vision. Lefts, rights, more lefts wind down, down down into older, long-forgotten constructions from conflux eras long past. Your dark vision doesn't seem to be working. But you pass side avenues blocked either by stone doors or wrought iron gates, and then your steps lead out into a large open chamber where it seems a few hundred people are assembled. They seem to be from all walks of life, clustered into small crowds, a dissonant murmuring fills the room from low voices, but only a very few faces turn to see you enter. And then, <laughs> if hear a familiar chuckle from up ahead. So you push further into the room, turning sideways to edge between a pair of half-orcs, but instead of resistance, they actually dissolve into immaterial mist as you move through their space. Occasionally, someone will shift to avoid your progress, but for the most part, you simply plunge through the crowd of quiet people like a ship cutting through a bank of fog. You hear only one line clearly, whispered in a voice that might be your patron's, might be your own. Listen to Korashana. And then you find yourself on the edge of the pit. It's a large, shallow depression, completely overgrown with a tangle of razor-thorned vines. Pale golden and purple blooms grow sporadically along the, their length. Each flower 
expanding its petals and holding a glaring yellow eye in its center. Disturbing though the sight may be, your attention is quickly drawn to the center of the pit where a number of objects float aloft over a cluster of natural crystal that somehow seems to glow with an internal luminance. A cloak, a mask, an amulet, a lily, a sword, a staff, a robe. You watch these things as they sort of cyclically orbit above this crystal, and then your eyes suddenly meet those of another figure also standing at the rim of the pit, almost directly opposite you. Keen eyes, dark skin, confident smile with a familiar pseudo-dragon coiled about his shoulders. Gabal de Train. And then your eyes snap open. Aurelia, you spent the evening making a few last-minute refinements and then intending to get up and go to bed. And you find yourself in a greasy fog that swathes the length of Umblewood Boulevard as your boots play out a regular rhythm on the cobbles. Street lamps cast oily pools of yellow light as you pass them, small knots of pedestrians clustered within a few. They do not look up. They do not speak as you go by. The inns and taverns are all lit with people eating and drinking and very low, very occasional murmurs. The city drifts along past you like smoke, and you catch your own reflection <clears throat> in a window on occasion. It's quiet. Peaceful, even, like a library or a monastery full of thought, but not of speech. And then the pavement gives way to a sweeping marble stair as you ascend toward a looming Fell Heights building, flickering lanterns nearby, offering a few respites of light from the encroaching darkness. And then a patch of the blackness peels away from its fellow shadows and steps towards you with a bowed head. My Lady Prime. You halt the exclamation with an upraised hand and draw your companion further away from the lanterns onto an outer terrace. A heavy hood shrouds their face, but the whispered words flow very clearly. I've discovered the unwoken sanctuary, my lady. They hide beneath the old Valorite foundry in shadow shades. There's a chained doorway in an alleyway off Cerulean Avenue that leads to the enclave below. And then the 10 o'clock bells begin to chime all across Conflux, and you feel your hand drop to rest on the dagger in your belt, and you realize you have only a few seconds to make this choice. Your patron, and therefore the rest of the city, will learn this information in only a few moments when the bells still. Do you hold your peace, a loyal servant to the one who has given you so much, or do you murder the messenger and throw your lot in with those who have not yet surrendered to their rule? Five, four, three, two. Stab. What you gonna do? Stab? Yeah. Make an attack roll. Okay. With advantage, because they are not expecting this. All right. Um, uh, now I have to make a thing for it. <laughs> you can just roll dexterity and proficiency. Dexterity? Okay. All right. So that's gonna be plus two, so 13. 13. <laughs> The knife leaps out and plunges directly into the throat. There's a gurgle and a spatter of blood across your hand. The body goes limp, falls to the cobbles below. 
you wipe the blade clean on their robes, slip it back into your belt. Valorite Foundry, Shadow Shades, Chain Door in the alley off Cerulean Avenue. And you know where to go. And then your eyes snap open and you find that you've fallen asleep on your sketchbook. And there is a drawing there that you do not remember making. It's in your handouts. <laughs> Sweet. Hayden, you wake up in the morning. You are paid a total of three gold, which is definitely more than you anticipated. <laughs> and a carriage is summoned to take you wherever it is you need to go. I'll have it take me back to the Hawk's Head House. Okay. Everyone's awake the following morning. I come into the Hawkshead house impeccably clean. Yep. Smelling of roses. <laughs> and in a loud voice, good morning, everyone. Oh. Yeah. How are you both Can a morning person out? and a night person? I'm an every time person. <laughs> You are very cheery. Is it okay if we figure out where everybody is in the in the house before? Sure. <laughs> so, I'll move you guys back to that map in case anybody needs references. I fell asleep on the roof. <laughs> oh, you're waking up cold and wet. Well, I would find if if there's anything to put up or have over top of me, I would do that. Or I would just press the digitation myself, Woten style. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be downstairs on the first floor. I was I was waiting up for people. I probably fell asleep like in a chair. Woten was, oh. was one of the ones who didn't mind sleeping in a bed that someone was murdered around. So yeah, Woten's in a bed. Mm. Yep. Eh. Diamond's in a place where she, you know, pack up her stuff. She's she's probably gonna head home. Head to back to her house at some point. She thinks. Okay. I mean, if no one else is taking the other bed. Cora's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. not obsessed with that. Like, isn't like, oh, I must, I must have somewhere comfortable. But, but comfortable is better than not comfortable. But they'll, but they'll take it if no one else is going to. Fuck <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where it seems legit. They're not. <laughs> They're they're not not so much of an asset, or they're less of a pain is a way of life, and I must suffer this than a eh. Eh. vertical surface. Yes. Well, I think usually you want a horizontal surface. Vertical surface. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lean propped up against a wall. Yep. <laughs> So, so th that same interaction happens then because yeah, I really yeah. is the only person in the living room. Yeah, hey. just wanted to make sure because you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, everyone, everyone else made it back. I think. Um, Good. I'm assuming who found Asia. Yeah. Um, Asia uh, sound. Weird dreams again. Um, oh, again? I had my first. <laughs> oh. Well, I mean, I'm counting the first one that led to this. 
as part of that. So, yes. Oh, I didn't have one of those. No. No, my patron just started talking to me in the mirror. Oh, well, I'm not entirely sure. Then you look across the room to the mirror. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like legit right here. Yeah. (laughs) What's up, daddy? (laughs) I wave at the mirror. The mirror does not wave back. (laughs) Anyway, I think we should, we we need to all gather together and probably talk about what we're going to do next, because... Probably. Yes. Also, I have information from the party, so... Okay. That sounds good. Relating to potentially our objective there. All right. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Um. All right. I can go wake people up. I will head upstairs. I did, I've just been awake for a few hours. I did yell good morning at the top of my lungs. I don't know if that woke anybody up upstairs. I but... know, but... <laughs> on the roof. <laughs> Cole's like, fuck, and falls off the roof. I could survive a two-story fall, even if, <laughs> even if I landed on my neck. <laughs> That's only 2d6 damage. <laughs> exactly. Uh, We're so Everybody's awake. You guys are noticing that there is no food in the house. No, there's not. Um, I ate before I came. And after. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Some of us are hungry. Um, So, we can go um, get food now or talk first, then go get food. We should probably go get food first. Yeah, All right, sure. probably. Minds think yeah. better when they're fed. I think that's what my mom yeah. says. Anyway. All right. Let's What's get everyone here? up and get some food. At this point is probably when Wotan is... As to what's around here, taverns. <laughs> I mean, you haven't really looked. Yeah. Wotan and I did. <laughs> yeah, but, most, but you looked late at night. Yeah. I'm gonna go see Most of the food places, unless they were taverns, were closed. <laughs> Dana pokes well, her head outside. Hey, Cole, where do you go for breakfast? <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna ask. So <laughs> I go through most of the districts quite regularly. Right. Um, you've actually been it. scouting around the, the area. Just roll me a history check. Mm-hmm. I also go through most of the districts quite regularly. <laughs> 15. 15. You're aware of two bakeries that are fairly close by. Uh, an elvish establishment called Buns and Roses. <laughs> um, and a dwarven establishment called Bran Halen. Is this not counting the East Coast? They're all the way up in Donbreeze. Okay. Yeah, that's not what we're going to do here. Um, there's, mm, we can't go back to the Goblin place. It's too far away. So we want to go back there's there. Two, there's two nearby, I don't know. They're bakeries, so I guess breakfast places where I normally just grab some bread in the morning. Um, there's Buns and Roses and Bran Halen. I do like Buns and Roses. Yeah. I, I'm down for Buns and Roses. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We go make a Bran, like Bran Halen stuff is more muffins and heavier stuff, so. Tends to be, Yeah. They've, they've got they've got those good dwarven scones that you can also use as slingshot ammunition in a pit. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, those those things will keep you going for a, day. for a while. I'm not, yeah. really, I'm not really feeling any heavy food at the moment. 
off to buns. And- Are you that weak of constitution then, lad? <laughs> no. I'm just not feeling it. People have differing tastes that can change day to day, Woden. All right. So who um, all is on the route? Damon. Yeah, sure. Hmm? Sure. Okay. Corshana, with Corshana? Going along for breakfast? Nope, Corshana has not left the room, his room yet. Their room yet. Okay. I will go check on Corshana. Because I had a dream that specifically mentioned to listen to Corshana, so let's just check in. <laughs> hmm. Upstairs. Yep. Knock, knock, knock. They're sitting knock. in bed. Hello. Eyes slightly shut. Parshana. Good long morning. Pause, long pause. Yes. We're all going to get food. Would you like to come? I need to finish my... Uh, morning meditations. I guess it's easy to say it. Can you meditate over food? Do you meditate? Uh, finally, open eyes. Do you <laughs> meditate often? Define meditation. It's. I don't believe it's something that is easily. How do you define meditation as you do it? <laughs> well, it involves wax candles and chains and leather. That's not meditation. So... <laughs> I find it very relaxing. That's not meditation. I find the joke funny, but that's not meditation. Um, I am currently in the process of it. If I stop, go somewhere and start again, that sort of ruins the process. Would you like us to bring you something back? Yes, please. That would be wonderful. We're going to a place called Buns and Roses. What you like? <laughs> I'm not picky. Okay. Any allergies? No. Okay. <laughs> make sure to get. Make sure to this get. This is the- a fantasy setting. What is an allergy? <laughs> Dietary it's, restrictions. It's when you eat something and your face goes all. <laughs> oh, make yes. Sure, make, no. That's called getting drunk. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you get them the buns and not the roses. <laughs> I don't think they'd appreciate having roses for breakfast. Come back down. Uh, I mean. <laughs> Roses are perfectly edible plants. I need to point that out. They are. And they taste kind of good. <laughs> I don't want to know how you know that. I've eaten a fucking rose. How else would I know? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's sort of the obvious answer. Uh, it's not a mystery. It's not, how do you know what thing tastes like? I've tasted, I it. tasted it. I put it in my mouth. <laughs> Come back downstairs. Uh, Korshana is meditating, would like us to bring them some food back, so let's go. Alright. I think I'll take a pass by Bran Halen while we're out. So heavy. On the way? I feel like, I feel like as competing businesses, they're probably relatively close. They're, they're, they're marginally within like a block or two of each other. Alright, sure. You, you got you got the section of the city that's zoned for food. 
<laughs> this is Knives Font. What's zoning? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The gentrification hasn't hit here yet, so. <laughs> I mean, I'm here. Yeah, you're not gentrification. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> you guys managed to find food. Um, the 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 serving staff is fairly positive and chipper, at least by Knives Font standards at this hour of the morning. I love them. And you eventually find a, a ta- an outside table. Surprisingly, Knives Font, while normally pretty misty, murky, drizzly, has cleared up a little bit this morning. It's still pretty heavily overcast, but the temperature's not too bad. There's a bit of a fresh breeze, but not so much that it's blowing shit away. And you guys all pull up chairs, benches, stools, what have you. What's the menu look like, Jack? What what are are you looking for anything specific? Don't you have this ready already? I, I, I want to see what the I want to I want to browse the menu. Okay, well, uh, <laughs> if you're you going to Buns and Roses, you're mostly provided <laughs> scones, croissants, crullers, a uh, few sweet pastries on sort of the the the, the braided sweetbreads kind of end of things. Um, They have an excellent selection of fruit-based preserves and jams uh, that are an additional three copper for a small pot. Uh, And of course, freshly baked, just bread, bread, bread. Do they have any cream-filled breads? They do not have any cream-filled breads. Very little on the use of the extra dairy in, in their selection. Lots of nut, not lots of flaked nut toppings, though. Then we'll just take a croissant then. Okay. I'll take uh, two croissants, one of the sweetbread braids, mm-hmm. and uh, like a quarter of a loaf. Okay. Do they have bagels? They do not have bagels. Damn it. <laughs> If you wanted a bagel, that's what Brent Halen is for. Yeah. yeah. You just like go up there and you're like, Brent Halen has bagels. I, I take a look at the menu. How much is the bread? Like a full loaf of bread is going to be uh, five copper. Ooh. Okay. Is that, expen- is that expensive in my estimation? No, nah, it's about normal. Okay. All right. Five bucks for a loaf of bread. Mm. That's pretty that's average, actually. Gonna- yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. You were gonna try and find Brain Halen, right, Woden? The, the dwarf's already probably split off. Yeah. Oh, all right. I you look over your shoulder, the dwarf isn't there. <laughs> I look, he's not there. I'm gonna go find something a little more uh, filling, actually. Um, mm. A loaf of bread isn't filling? No, but I don't want to eat a whole loaf of bread. I buy I buy two loaves of bread and a plate full of pastries. Okay, so you're you spend about two silver on that. Done, and just uh, like like just piled high with like a dozen pastries. Yep, yep. Diamond, you're uh, in for two copper. Uh, Diamond's gonna get that uh get that one croissant and then be like, okay, and then she's gonna follow Aurelia to Brand Halen because she's like, I'll go there too. Okay. Double, double uh, my double my carbo load. Uh, Cole, you spend eight silver, or eight silver, eight copper. (laughs) (laughs) 
Nicole somehow oh. manages to overpay. Right. <laughs> Here, take all my money. Bye. Oh, no. Right. Oh, no. Uh, and if I can, I'll get some of the, uh, one of the things that has the, the, the nut toppings or whatever, the mm-hmm. nut flakes or whatever. Uh, I'll scrape those off and start feeding them to my raven. Okay. Yeah. Named yeah. Edgar. 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 Perfect. Yes. I support this. <laughs> since, since I split off, help me carry all this back to the, back to the, the place, Cole. And I'm just going to carry, because I, I bought the two loaves of bread for Korshana and the pastries for everyone. So. Okay. Put them on a table back at the house. I, I I shovel what I bought. I eat it as fast as I can. This <laughs> Cole goes wood chipper on his breakfast. Cold. Yeah. Look, right. I've seen those guys. It's wild. It's not pleasant. Right. Wotan, uh, you get to Brand Halen. Um, apparently the proprietor's name last name is Halen. Mm-hmm. Um, and they are slinging muffins like there is no fucking tomorrow. Assuming they also have bagels. Yeah, they've got bagels, they've got scones, they've got muffins. Those are their big three. I'm assuming this is a dwarven establishment. I can probably also get hard tack, all things considered. <laughs> <laughs> so you go up and you ask for hard tack. No, I don't ask for it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> got that secret menu. Oh, hard tack. Yep. Don't willingly eat that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, um, you can order what you want. No, he, he he will he will get probably a bagel. I'm assuming they probably don't have too much in the way of dressing. They've got cheese. Yeah, I figured bagel cheese dressing. Right. Um, and probably uh, a half dozen muffins. Okay. One for everyone. Um, I want you all to know that the food talk has made me actually hungry, and I'm ordering food I know. now. <laughs> <laughs> I will check to see if they have anything that keeps longer, like hard tack or full loaves. Uh, we can do you for uh, travel scones. Hmm? That sounds perfect. Sol- solid, solid bit of dough, uh, fitted with uh, nuts, fr- dried fruits, that sort of thing. Sounds perfect. Something that'll last a little while. All right. Uh, how many days worth do you want? Just for yourself. Uh, just for myself. We'll say. Uh, Cover me for the next four days, shall we? Four days, rations, travel scones. We can do that for you, sir. All right. Uh, brings our total to, uh, we are looking at two silver, three copper. One and done. Splendid. Well, thank you for your business. Enjoy your morning. You as well. Which is about when Aurelia shows up. Mm. Ah, Aurelia, good to see you. Hey, yeah, I was just seeing what was here. Um, you went to Muffin? Oh, oh, um, yes, thank you. Um, what do I owe you? Nothing, I got six muffins, one for each of us. Okay. Um, all right. Um, I... I think I have a lot of food at the house. Um... You have almost no food at the house. Well, they they bought a bunch of stuff. Oh, that yes. Uh, <laughs> he didn't get a pile of things. Um, I got a couple of bagels. If you want, to, if you want to split a bagel, I also got muffins and some uh, travel scones for rations. Yeah. All right. This okay. is a high fiber breakfast we have. <laughs> oh, you guys it's are going to be hella regular. <laughs> <laughs> so regular, you don't even know. <laughs> I also need to get some food. The rest of the my... Warlock Compacts are going to be like, damn, that's regular. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I also need to get some food for my sister. Um, there's... Do you know of any place around here that, that does fish at all? Do you see anything on the way? Did I see anything on the way, considering I usually hang around the docks? Uh, you could go down to the docks and find a, fish, buy a, find a fishmonger pretty easily, yeah. I can find a fishmonger if you're looking for something. Yes, I was. I need to get something for her. Um... Sure, let's, let's walk down to the dock, shall we? Yes. So we head, head to the docks. Head that way. Hey, Mr. Saltspar. I look over my shoulder. Slowly. There's a human boy, probably 13, 14 years of age. So about your height, more or less. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's wearing a red and green sash around his waist. You recognize that as a Speedwind's delivery signifier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Saltspar, courier message for you. All right. Hands you uh, an envelope. I take it. He gives you a little tug of his cap and dashes off again. <clears throat> I open the envelope. It's from Major. Does there it has salt spar. No, it says salt spray. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's written in very neat handwriting with a little bit of a shake to it, but not much. Um, basically, there's been uh, an incident that's going to require her attention at Lavender House as a member of the Healers Guild. Um, she will keep you guys updated, but don't expect her today. All right. Fold it up. Put it in my pocket for later. What was the message? Uh, Mage is going to be preoccupied for most of the day, apparently. Ah, all right. Medical things. Mm, I see. All right. Let's go find some fishmongers. Yes. Okay. You guys are able to find fishmongers pretty easily. They tend to haggle a lot, but you're able to get at least today's worth of food for about two copper. I'm a dwarf. I can haggle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm a a charismatic dwarf. I can haggle. Yeah. Because, you know, to be honest, Constance is an octopus and probably doesn't need top of the line fish. No. Yeah. I'm I'm getting like bait fish. Right. Yeah. You could, you could get her bait scrap and she'd probably be just fine. Uh, The rest of us could eat some fish though. Wotan, Wotan will put down the two copper. Okay. Oh, I already did. Okay. Roll initiative, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm paying. <laughs> I mean, you'll probably still beat me. Twelve. All right. <laughs> Let's see here. Let's see here. I got. See, see. I, I, I have. <laughs> okay. My I habit don't... of paying for my friends pay <laughs> strikes again. <laughs> <laughs> I do this to Holly all the time. <laughs> So I will pay, um, pay the you two guys manage to all get reassembled with food for everybody. Yep. Yep. Yes. Wotan, Wotan doesn't haggle with dwarves because with dwarves you just expect to get a fair price. Especially among among dwarves, they just know to they just know you're going to get a fair price for, from dwarf to dwarf. Unless they're Durgar. Unless they're Durgar. Shit with Durgar. You haggle you haggle to the ends of the earth with Durgar. 
Oh, you had you had to the end of the battle axe. Sorry. Usually, usually that's how it goes. Um, but everybody makes it back to Hawkshead House, and we will say everyone with Korashana assumedly finishing. Yes, Korra has come down at this point. Mm-hmm. By the way, I have to point out this has nothing to do with this game, but I now have my bisexual and pansexual dice. Nice, coolest thing ever. Congrats. I want and them. And they come with I'm the most mine. adorable fucking sticker no! in the world. Heartbeat dice, people. Check them out. I want them. Yeah, I have to go check my mailbox now to see if mine are there. Oh, my God. I have the dice box coming. I'm so excited. Nice. Fuck. <laughs> so you're all assembled. So, yes. Sorry. Ah! Oh, cool muffins. I'll grab one. I'll just <laughs> some. <laughs> <laughs> where, 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 where did you get those, Jeremy? Huh? Where did you get those? Uh, there's a kit. There was a Kickstarter for them, and they are going to be going into regular sales uh, uh, once all of the Kickstarters are uh, uh, commitments are. So, so is that that Heartbeat Dice? Is that heartbeat at, at Heartbeat Dice, Dice on Twitter? Uh, I believe so. Um, I can send you a link to a Facebook page. Um. That's where I've been following mostly because, you know, there's a lot of stuff on as we completely side. side <laughs> we are. This game. We, I mean, we are a prominent, uh, mostly LGBTQ uh, yeah, streaming legit. service. In uh, yeah, I know. This, um, is, this, is, this is a legit side. <laughs> Facebook.com forward slash HB Dice. And yes, at Heartbeat Dice on Twitter, yes. Yeah. yeah. So check them out. Uh, I'm I'm looking them up right now. <laughs> they are the most. They have literally everything. Yeah. They have it's uh, all of all of the different spectrums, agender, uh, uh, trans, aromantic, uh, NB, etc. Amazing. So good. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Cora's downstairs. Yeah. There's, there's, food. there's a plate of pastry. There's like a big mountain of pastries and some bread. I didn't know what you wanted, so I just got both ends of the spectrum. And then, and then Wilson walks in with a with a with a tray of with a tray of uh, muffins and, and a chum bucket. Mm. Yep, that's <laughs> mine. Here, I'll take it. Who will Korshana get off of each plate? We'll see. Uh, I feel like um, it's a very important question. It's very important. It is very important. <laughs> Cut a little piece of bread, and then yeah, definitely some pastry. Mm. Um. I don't know I, exactly what kind of pastries, but I'll differ. He'll pick a little selection. There are there is exactly one muffin for each for each member of the party. Perfect. I there are more than enough through. pastries so that everyone can have two or three. Smelling <laughs> of fish. All right. <laughs> so we have to figure out what we're doing next. Um, so there's... I got information. Yes. Uh, at the party, there was a particularly dour-looking individual uh, who was roaming around with a pseudo-dragon on his shoulder. Um, What's a pseudo-dragon? It's a little, it's a little, it's a little dragon thing. Dragon-like thing. Make a nature check. Mm-hmm. All of yeah, us, or diamond? I'm gonna do it. 
well, I mean, anybody who thinks I'm their sure. character doesn't automatically know what a pseudo dragon is. I am, I am I spoiled nobility. Fuck yes, I know what a pseudo dragon Seven. is. Cool, yeah, I do. I feel like I. Yeah, Cole, Cole has no idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I, go, I second that question. What is a pseudo dragon? Wotan's probably heard as far as like trafficking them goes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, Diamond, you assume it's some sort of not quite a dragon, but sort of a dragon. Uh, Aurelia, Aurelia, you actually have uh, been in Dawn Breeze and you've seen them. Yeah. No, those are beautiful. They're they're little, like, really colorful lizards that have wings. They're gorgeous. Uh-huh. They're actually they're very... with a seventeen. Would I know enough to know they are actually fairy creatures? Yes, you would okay. know that they're fae in origin. Yep, they're mm. fae creatures, and they're oh. cute. Anyways, uh-huh. uh, a gentleman by the name of Gabal de Train uh, was at the party with a pseudo dragon. Uh, he definitely felt warlocky to me. Um, also, he's a noble. His family is on the Noble Council of Conflux, which makes it interesting that he was there. Um, I don't think I've ever met him in person, but families, no families. Anyways, uh, he mentioned that the he mentioned that uh, he acquired his pseudo dragon uh, Shimon uh, from Don Breeze. There's apparently a pseudo dragon clutching Don Breeze where people are gathering them and using them and sort of domesticating them and handing them out as pets and whatever. Um, also, last night I had a dream, probably sent from my patron, uh, considering that he talked to me in the dream, or at least sounded like he might have talked to me in the dream. Uh, he told me to listen to you, I say pointing at Korashana, whatever that means. Uh, and also then I saw Gabal to train in, uh, a big crowd of people on the other side of a large magical vortex of items. There was a robe, a staff, a sword, a flower. I list all the items. I don't remember them all myself. (laughs) I'll put them in chat for you. Hmm. Um... And definitely, um, at least my patron was definitely interested in Gibal and the pseudo dragon. Why I don't know. Give me an insight check as you're recounting this, Heaton. Insight check. Thirteen. As you're sort of rolling this back in your brain, Gabal's presence there felt very different than the rest of the crowd. The rest of the crowd was very ephemeral and almost like they didn't really exist. Gabal looked at you, and in that moment, you could feel he saw you just like you saw him. Oh, in the dream? Yeah. I'm pretty certain Gabal also saw me in his dream. Which means two warlocks have just identified each other. Yeah, that's in a dream, probably by their patrons. I feel like we have to fight. <laughs> I don't know why. That just seems. You lost eyes in a dream. You have to fight now. It just, that seems that seems like the poetic thing. Like, is it normal for warlocks to want to be on opposite sides and like yes. fight one another? Ab- absolutely. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. It's... The great game is a competition, after all. Someone I has to lose. I killed someone in my dream last night. We've just been oh, getting along so wait. well. I can Hold on. Hold on. Hold up. Hold up. Hold Everyone, stop, Aurelia. 
Yeah. Um, Wait, what? Who and why? <laughs> um, it was, I was wandering through, um, um, and, and went up and met someone in Fell Heights who called me a title I've never used before. And then told me that something about the unwoken beneath the old Valorite foundry in Shadow Shades. There is a chain door in an alleyway off Cerulean Ave that leads to an enclave below. If there's another, maybe that means the other, like another warlock group. I, I'm not entirely sure um and then the bells started ringing like the you know sound the, the o'clock and right. um i didn't it seemed having other people know about us is dangerous because then they know who and what we are and what we're doing and can stop us. So I stabbed them hmm. with a dagger. You didn't stab your dance partner. No. He's not a warlock, though. I think he's just want to want to be a warlock. <laughs> I didn't get any sense that he was. Um, yeah, he, he he seemed very excited to to be involved in the game. I think he was. Maybe he was. That's all I'm thinking about. Why was he at that tavern? He told you why. <laughs> Seeking adventure. <laughs> Yes. And, he, and he's but, rooming there. Hmm? Yes. But why, but why was he at that particular cavern where a group of warlocks met? It's kind of a... Yeah. I mean, he was there at that tavern because he was rooming there, and you guys were there because that's where your patrons told you to meet up. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. It's all... This is very strange. I think maybe, 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 maybe. I don't know. Anyways, uh. Yes. Pseudo Dragons <laughs> and Dawn Breeze, another warlock, possibly more. Oh, so yeah, the full list of items was a cloak, a mask, an amulet, a lily, a sword, a staff, and a robe. So there might right. be. Oh, sorry. There might be a whole another group of warlocks that we might have to fight against. Oh, there's definitely a whole another group of warlocks that we're going to have to fight against. At least Probably make several. a history check. Let's, let's maybe not try and fight all the other warlocks. 22. We are going to have to. 21. Maybe not right off the bat. Well, perhaps not right off the bat. But... It really is a little distracted. Yep. Diamond and Heaton, you guys think back and you're like, yeah, no, great game. There's usually hundreds of warlocks. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, we are we are one sixth of the total warlock yep. percentage at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still eating a couple pastries. We will be facing, <laughs> with facing many others. You are done just shoving them all in. Nope. 
Yes. Correction, we are one six hundred. If we were one six, we are, you are six. You are possibly six percent of all of the warlocks, if yep. that. Six percent or less. Uh-huh. Less than or equal to six percent of warlocks. <laughs> right. Wow. Wow. But that's gonna be yeah. a lot. That's gonna be a lot. Yeah. And at least one other is also a member of a noble family, which poses its own problems. He doesn't seem like the kind that shirks his noble his his noble duties, though. Are you shirking yours? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> if you knew, right. if you knew <laughs> what exactly I'm shirking, I don't know if you'd be impressed or not. But I think we saw who you were shirking. I was going to say <laughs> that's a different kind of shirking. I mean, Heaton, what what do you normally? What is your house? I guess. What are you? Uh, what are you supposed to be doing? My father is the great and noble Lord Abezima. Make a history check, everybody. Do I yeah. know that already? Because that's that's a field that I have intimate knowledge. I'll give you. I'll give you advantage on this one. Okay. I think at 18 with, with, with what I also I've done. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> advantage, I managed to get a 10. Again. <laughs> Not someone I know or probably give much of a shit about. Koroshana has never heard this name yeah. before in their life. Yep. At least as far as they know. If they did hear it, they definitely weren't paying attention. Right. The rest of you. Oh, you mean the member of the Council of Lords, who is the Lord Commander of all of the warders in the entire fucking city? I was about to say the that fucking Abe captain. Of, I was about to say the fucking captain of the city guard. No, no, commander of the city guard. Commander, oh. captain terminology. Trust me. Shite. Trust me. He cares a lot about that. <laughs> well, that sounds significant. <laughs> yeah. So. More or less. Long story short, my long long story short, my father's in charge of all the warders in the city. I'm his only child. We don't you're see eye to eye. You're his child. You're his. You're his I'm his eldest. Child. Sorry, I'm his eldest. I'm his eldest child. We don't see eye to eye. Oh. Okay. That answers my question then. If I got in trouble for something, if I could come to you. You'll also, well, I, eh, not really. I can come to me, but no one else can really. How? Mm. You'll also never see us. You'll also never see a family portrait of us on, out on posters. Yeah, does. We know what your dad looks like. This is Diamond. This is Nikki out of character. We know what his dad looks like, and he doesn't look anything like he. My is. dad is an elf. Ah. As you now are making this connection, you can see a little bit of the facial structure. But not the horns or the tail. Definitely not the horns or the tail. Or the skin you must, or the skin you color. must be a you must be a real black spot on his reputation then. Uh, Cap, command commander of the city guards apparently had relationships with a demon. Well, Devil. Let's Devil. be. Let, 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 we yep. should allow. We should allow him to clarify because not every not every plain touch per individual comes from a direct pairing. This could have been very much an in union pairing that just turned out this way. 
And whether or not that's true, the politics don't care. I don't know if that was that Corsana or was that Jeremy? Huh? That was Cora. That was Cora. Yeah. Uh, no, my mother's not a demon. My mother isn't my mo my mother isn't my father's wife, but my mother's not a demon anymore. <laughs> not your father's wife anymore. Anymore. Oh, I was no, gonna say like not a demon anymore. No, what? Not my my father's wife anymore. <laughs> yes, Blackstain. No, I mean he doesn't really. My father doesn't really emote all that much. Okay. <laughs> I emote to an extensive degree. I can tell. That's more the issue than anything else, really. He doesn't well, this there, there's, al there's also a certain amount of political game that even a man like your father has to be playing, and I think that might be a bit of an interesting topic to bring up, to have to constantly explain that, no, I have not had relationships with a, with a being from the Nine Hells. Yeah, well... To be fair, I feel there is also some other sort of personality thing. Yes. I don't uh, uh, throw personality aspects in play because I do not emote very much, but I have no problem with your massive emote. Well, my father does. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's not about the emoting. It's about the person. Yes. He doesn't like emoting very much. Hashtag all not all not emoters. <laughs> Hashtag not emoters. All right. So getting away from the talk of families to the topic at hand again. Yes. Insight roll. <laughs> sure. While you do that, I'm going to go grab my food from the delivery that person. That seemed very specific. Sure. Sure. Aurelia. Yeah, she's she does not want to talk about her family. Because right. <laughs> this group's pattern is, oh, let's bring up a talk and, and oh, let's just all go around in a circle and talk about our feelings. I mean, we did that once. Yeah, <laughs> a few times now. We have not been together long. She is assuming this is the, the pattern. She wants it's like to break five. the pattern before it establishes itself. Yes, yes just make the of... ring broken. <laughs> back to the topic at hand which is deciding what we're going to do next and how this all i guess connects together because we went to that party and well we met people there maybe we we're supposed to go and meet that person i had my weird dream but to be honest the you had actual like info like street names yes but I think that's more connected to my patron specifically and Cole, make a history check. Mm -hmm. Six. You're pretty sure you know where the Valorag Foundry is. Hmm? I mean, Shadow Shades is your home turf, kinda. Yeah, it's next to Sorrow Songs, isn't it? So, yeah, I think I know where that might be. Mm -hmm. um, 
I mean, I'd, I'd like to see what's there, but but the the connection to the previous task place is that this this Gabaldur train, right? Sorry, I zoned out entirely. What were you talking about? <laughs> Where we're going to go next? Ah. Whether it's it's following my dream or or yours and i was saying that mine i believe is connected more to my patron because when they talked to me they said to sleep in the place where blood was spilled and that's here and here when i slept here was where i had the the, the dream the strange dream gotcha so it seems connected to that, and yours is more connected specifically to the previous place and destination that we were sent to. Cora? Yes. Apparently, Heden's patron is saying to listen to you. Do you have any insights? Really quick, Jack. Yeah. Do I know where the two trains are based out of? You know where the 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 aristocratic family that actually has a seat on the council. You know they uh, have an their family hails from and has an estate in Merc Dreamer Lanes. Merc Dreamer Lanes. Mm-hmm. And where's the location that was in Aurelia's dream? Shadow uh, Shadow Shades, which is. I can't see the map, so is that near each yeah. other? <laughs> oh, no, they are no. not at all near each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're on the guys, opposite side. you guys to the map. Mm-hmm. They're on, like, opposite diagonals. Uh, so I started, but my dream started and felt, uh, well, when I was walking in my dream, I started, um, do I know where Umblewood Boulevard is? It's one of the main roads in Fell Heights. Um, okay. It's the one that sort of runs north into... Well, actually, here, I'll show you guys on the map. It's this one right here. Oh. Okay, yeah. But I, I started walking in my dream, and I traveled to Fell Heights, which is near Merc Dreamer. So maybe we... If this... Well, the the clutch is in Donbreeze. Why were we mar- mentioning Merc Dreamer Lanes? Uh, that's I, I hadn't yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going off the of stuff. Uh, Heaton, you can make me a history roll on uh, Merc Dreamer Lanes, though. It's hmm. <clears throat> ten. Merc Dreamer Lanes is difficult. Hmm. Most of the city can't find it. The only way to get into Merc Dreamer Lanes is if you've had a dream about it. Otherwise, you walk north out of Fell Heights and you find yourself directly in Hallow Doors. Hmm. Have I ever been to Merc Dreamer Lanes? You have not, because you've never had the dream. <laughs> Has anyone ever had? I, I say out loud. Has anyone ever had a dream about Merc Dreamer Lanes? No. 
Was that what mine was? I'm sorry. I'm trying to remember where where stuff is in this map. Uh, you have yours was in Fell Heights, and then they referenced a place in Song of Sorrows. Oh, okay, that's right. Sorry. Okay, um, I wasn't sure if I started in Merc Dreamer Lanes. Nope. Mm-hmm. No, I've I my dream was about Fell Heights, and I've just mm. that's gonna be. Very often. That's going to be interesting. I say in response to Korashana's that. Korashana, no, because then I. So. Uh, the... I mean, I have not because I don't. The Dutrain's estate is in Merc Dreamer Lanes, which is a facet of the city that you can only enter if you've ever dreamt about it. If you've ever had a dream about going into it or being in there. Wait, which area? What what district is this? Merc Dreamer Lanes. Yeah, no, no, absolutely not. And so I'm very curious as to if one of us were to dream about it, could we take Korshana in with us? Hmm. Anyways, uh, the Dutrains are based out of there, so if we were to pursue that, either Dawn Breeze for the Pseudo-Dragons or Merc Dreamer Lane for the Dutrains. Korshana, give me an insight roll. Okay. Ten. Ten. Because fuck dice. You did note that Aurelia's dream referenced an enclave underground. And Hedon's description of his dream happened underground. Okay. So I will point that out. Yeah. Hmm. There does seem to be a common theme here. Hmm. We need to go into the undergrass. It it was a flower you saw in your dream? The the lily? A cloak, a mask, an amulet, a lily, a sword, a staff, and a rope. Does that mean something to you? my sister's name. Oh. And yeah, so if we could go down there, I'd appreciate it to check it out. Yeah. There's a chance. Yeah. I'm not opposed to that, certainly. Then we go in that direction. To to where? I think I could find it, the, the place that you, if they're if they're the same place. The location oh. you were given in your dream. The, my location. All right. And then hopefully they connect somehow. Hopefully. Hopefully. All right. Uh, if not, um, oh, shit. No. never mind. All right. So where are we headed? Hmm. Uh, the address that. Alleyway off of Cerulean Avenue. Virginia. The Valor or the Valorite Foundry? Is that the same place? The Valorite Foundry is, I believe, the Valorite Foundry. Which uh, Valorite Foundry is right off of Cerulean Avenue. Okay. Yep. Yeah. So mm. they have a basement there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, that 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 sounds good. Let's do that. Um, how are we getting there? Can we take the boat? Uh, I mean. The- the river goes straight through shadow shades. Mm. Yep. 
it's the long way around a bit, but it's also potentially free until yes. Wotan starts charging you guys fare. <laughs> I mean, also theoretically faster because you can travel down a river faster than you can through city streets. And we don't have to go through I would like to arc. checkpoints. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kill <those> people. <clears throat> All right. So everybody loads into the wave crest and yes. you head out. Yep. Okay. Passing north up the uh, the branch of the Reedy River that you're on, cutting through the central basin in stormways, bending your heads against the colossal tempest that always rages over that district, riding the lock back down the Reedy uh, on the west side of Song Sorrows until you get to the tangle of streets that is shadow shades. Fine. Cole, you're able to use your local knowledge of how the city's mostly laid out to sort of give an idea of where probably the best put out is for tying up the, the also, wave crest. I come here frequently. You come here frequently, yes, but you usually stick to the river and the canal system. Yeah. You don't pay quite as much attention to the actual road names all the time. Yeah. Um, and you manage to find the Rulian Avenue. As you approach, you can see the Valorite Foundry um, still in full swing, smokestacks belching va black vapor into the air. It's dark, it's misty in shadow shades, even, even during daylight. Hard to see, low visibility. Everybody give me uh, just straight perception checks, but with disadvantage. All right. Do those of us that have dark vision have disadvantage? Yep. Oh. Because it's actual physical Ooh. blockage Ooh. rather than... 18. So we have dark vision, we do not have smoke vision. Ten. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> Cole. Three. Fifteen. Wow. <laughs> I'm telling you, <laughs> this game just needed a little bit of time to acclimate to me. Right. <laughs> and now everything now is ready. rolling as it should. Five. Aurelia, you uh, managed to, it's your dream, and you've been thinking about this hard, and you're, you're keyed up and you're antsy and you're agitated yep. and somehow that apparently gives you a little bit of an edge in this and you find here's cerulean there's the foundry you start looking for alleys and you find one and you mm -hmm. stick your head down there and there is indeed just as whoever this messenger in your dream that you murdered said a chained door heavy wood door latched and with a pretty stout chain wrapped through an iron ring in the wall the handle of the door and with a solid padlock keeping it secured kind of give it a pull you're able to get it a few inches open but this is a thick door that only brings it out from the wall that it's built into doesn't even really get a gap in between the door and and the frame that you could even stick a finger through 
Mm -hmm. Seems fairly like well maintained. Um, the chain is very dirty, very aged. There's a few scratches around the lock, but they it doesn't seem to have been used or uh, messed with or frequently accessed, at least not recently. Can I tell when the last time it was used was? Uh, are the uh, scratches Yes. Uh, break out your CSI forensics kit that you have proficiency. Of course you can't. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I wonder, like, if, if, if it's like a very old style lock is kind of what I'm thinking. Or if it seems like it's... History check it. DC would probably be about 20 on this one. Okay. I will give that a go just in case. Yeah. I do have historical knowledge... <laughs> I can What's that feature do? Uh, it does this right there. When you enter a ruin or dungeon, this is this may not count as we are just at the door. But original purpose and determinants builders. Uh, okay. And yeah. Okay. Well, that if you can get inside, you might be able to oh. use that. Well, it was not at <laughs> disadvantage, so that's a twenty-five. Twenty-five. That's a natural twenty. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. You look at it. Flip it over. Rub on the back a little bit. Oh yeah, there's a maker's mark. <laughs> <laughs> it's the year of manufacture date on it. <laughs> this this lock this lock was brand new about eighty years ago. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's right. in pretty good shape for sitting out and apparently expose the elements for potentially 80 years. Hmm? All right. And then the uh, Velarite foundry itself, do I know what that is? What, what, if this is connected to that at all, what this might be down here? I mean, it's the foundry is literally that. It's a metals okay. material processing industry location okay. um just general stuff right yeah uh okay. this the the way the door leads in i mean you can't really see inside but yep. it's headed toward the foundry so it right. might be internally connected somewhere but this yeah. is what you got to go on and most foundries are not like they don't respond terribly well to six people showing up and being like hey can we poke around and see if you've got any secret basement rooms Yes, yeah, yeah. That's we it. had a dream, that's why. <laughs> yep. I mean, uh, I could theoretically do that, but... I yeah, mean, I... I'm not you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right, well, this, look, this looks like what was in, described in my dream. Um, I look over at Cole. Not to make any assumptions, but you look like this is the sort of puzzle you could solve. Not wrong. I'm good at reading people. I don't, I don't have. I don't. I don't have the necessary equipment though, because that shit is expensive. No, you guys uh, found a cop. Uh, found a set. Remember when you looted the? Uh, oh the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. So never mind that last statement. I want to <laughs> <laughs> get a <laughs> side pocket there, like. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, <laughs> alternate realities I'll, I'll walk up and uh, try to pick Zilla <laughs> alright are you proficient in thieves tools I am okay then cause I'm an urchin <laughs> go get it there you are meanwhile I, I imagine that I have been like 
in this smoke era have managed to become completely turned. I managed to slip into the one little side crack canyon like tunnel Cora. taking me off randomly somewhere else. Your head, you're facing the wrong direction there. <laughs> Cora has That's blundered into the, in, into the zone line from Everquest <laughs> and is all of a sudden. Uh, up, up, Cora's glitching through the wall. Cora's glitching through the wall. Grab him, grab him, grab him. <laughs> She had, scary they, modded into the wall. <laughs> they 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 ended up in diagonally. Fuck. <laughs> well, uh, the DC for this uh, lock was sixteen. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah. Woo. Cole pulls out these tools, and you hear a little bit of grating, and then there's a, and it swings open. I keep the lock. Yeah. <laughs> There's also like a, a good three foot length of solid chain here. Yeah, I'll take that too. <laughs> if you don't find a use for that, I can always use more. It's kind of grimy. Except I mean, it's well made. I cast prestidigitation on the chain. <laughs> Not before me. Initiative. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> How heavy is that you chain? Pull the door open. Huh? How heavy no, is that chain? It weighs a good five pounds. Okay. Right. And there's a dark passage leading inward. Yeah. I wait to see if Aurelia is going to take the lead. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh. do, you, do you want to, or do you want me to send my bird in first? Um, can your bird see in the dark? Uh. I can. Really? Ravens aren't you? Okay. I don't think shifters have dark vision, do they? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yes, but Birds you can, though. I was going to say, <laughs> but you'd be looking through the raven's eyes. Yeah, yeah. the raven doesn't have dark vision, though. You're not. Right. <laughs> I'm just going to fly it right into, into some <laughs> sort of metal contraption. Right, yeah. Joins Korshana in a wall. <laughs> uh, my bird flew into a wood chipper. What's that? <laughs> Oops. Can I have another one? Feathers. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking in and suddenly realizing that I can see farther than normal because usually it's dark. Yep. But now it's not. Um, mm -hmm. Feathers devil. and viscera. <laughs> no, I, devil, I can't. Devil's I can, sight is a great invocation. It is. If I were excited, I can go first if you. At your dream. Although if if. If we so, let's 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 figure out how we want to approach this. Are we sneaking in and hoping not to get seen by anyone, or do we want to be able to very quickly fast talk our way past anyone who sees us? I don't know if there's going to be. Well, there's what is it? Well, there was a lock <laughs> and a chain on the door. Normally, that yeah. means they don't want people here. So if we get caught, yeah. Generally, in my experience. If you're in places that you don't want to be caught, you kind of want to sneak, but... But are we good at that is the question. <laughs> I'm good. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> from the background, from the back? Should we I mean, maybe close the door behind us? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And Definitely. maybe, like, is there a way to not have the door open from our side? I'm sure it can be locked from the inside, yes. Do we have the key to lock it from the inside? I point at Cole. No. <laughs> we do have the chain. So close as you go inside and close the yes. door behind you, 
It is a simple flat surface. There are no fittings or fastenings on this side. Uh, well, I, I think our best option is to, to, I don't know how frequently this is used. I cast, I cast unseen servant and tell my unseen servant to hold the door closed. <laughs> You're fine. You're gonna hodor your unseen servant. How <laughs> strong is an unseen servant? He'll, he'll hold it for an hour. Uh, they have a strength of two. <laughs> awesome. A child could probably rip that door open from him. Yes, yes yeah. but it's there for peace of mind. There, I've held the door. We're good. Told, Let's go. It's it's there to hold it against a light breeze. I mean, it also disappears once we pass sixty feet away from it. But Heaton has never had that experience yet. So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was like, how far away can you get from your? Yeah, yeah. That's gonna. That's gonna. Yeah. I th- I think it's likely that there's something down here when we get to it because you said what there was. You saw someone. Yes. around a pit or whatever, yep. right? And I heard about an enclave, so I'm assuming there are there's something else. I would prefer to approach quietly, but I am only marginally s- stealthy. Let's walk quietly and keep Listen, me near the front. Listen, minus two dexterity. Ah, <laughs> uh, diamond. Let's... I'm gonna go a good 20 feet. Yes, but diamond, you have gone. something that can help with that that you are aware of. What's your Genasi racial ability? Oh, shit. Well, I thought that was different, but yeah, fuck. I haven't, because I haven't thought about it. Because, yeah. Because um, it can be used right now. I know this stonework. I can help all of you be stealthy down here. That'll help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's do that it's not the same as pass without trace but but it's the same effect yeah i think i think yes that will work great and then cole in front and he didn't do want to go up front after him or or behind us in case we have anything that follows let's let's keep me in roughly the middle <clears throat> because while I can I can lie so well as to convince a mother her child isn't hers, I'm very squishy. You're a noodle. Yes, noodle. <laughs> All right, I will go. I will go after Cole. I'll go behind you. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> Cora, follow this way. Cora, <laughs> follow my voice. Cora, follow my voice. Hold their hand. Cora, <laughs> they sort of shake you out of whatever. Right. <laughs> I'll give Cora my tail to hold on to, so Cora doesn't get lost. There we go. There you go. So I guess Cole, Aurelia, Diamond, me, Cora, Wotan. I like it. It's good. Because I don't, I don't actually have dark vision, so I'm, I'm relying on you. Oh, I can see. Can, oh, is there not light here? No, there isn't. Oh. Oh, that's new. Magic. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, um, falling behind Cole, um, like staying back so he can scout. If that works. Okay. 
So everybody roll me those stealth checks, plus 10. Diamond, you drop to a knee and just sort of press an open palm to the stone floor. 16, but it's still a natural one. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my God. Oh, cool. 27. 19. 12, but not a natural one. Oh, my God. You guys are the best. The dwarf is the stealthiest of the group. (sighs) This moment. Also at the back of the line. (laughs) Yeah. But Diamond, you press your open palm to the ground and touch that inner earthen spark that radiates through your being. And something, not not a mind, not a person, but something in the ground responds back to you. And as you walk, the normal crunch of boot on solid surface, it's almost as though the earth enfolds and flexes just fractionally, but it's enough to muffle those sounds. Cole at the front is moving slowly, quietly along. Maybe I should have left those chains behind. <laughs> it's not the chain, actually. It's that lock that you're spinning around your finger, kind of. <laughs> and then you spin it a little too fast, and it goes off your finger and like clatters against the wall and down the hall. <laughs> Shit. You scoop it up as you go past. Give me a perception check as you make your way down this subterranean path. All of us? Nope, just cool. Just cool. Just the point, man. You're walking. Begins to take a few steps down. There's a there's a turn a little bit to the right. Hall proceeds ahead of you again. There's another turn a little bit to the left. The door off to the left hand side. <sighs> kind of reach a hand out, push. It's locked. Anything Everything continues to move further down, further down, further down. You walk for a good 20, 30 minutes. And then you hear a crackling sound almost. <clears throat> like, almost like a pond or a puddle that was frozen over and the ice fractures. And then it's quiet again. That came from down ahead. Hard to tell which direction it came from. What few sounds you guys are still making as you maneuver down here, they do kind of reverberate around you, bouncing off the stone, making it, while quiet, still difficult to tell. Was that my footfall? Was that Wotan's? Just the slight echoes. Mm-hmm. But you don't see anything particularly <clears throat> ahead of you at the moment. Uh, haven't passed by any stairs or anything that go down or any... The, the tunnel has, <clears throat> until you got to this door, the tunnel has begun to drop. Your best estimation would say you're probably 
50, 60 feet underground from the street level where you wandered in. Okay. So we're still at that door that's on the left side. But yeah, you've come to this door that's locked and you heard the ice shatter. Okay. Um, Definitely didn't sound like it came from the other side of this door, though. Yeah. Yeah. Too clear. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I'll sneak back to the group and be like, there's the door on the left. It's locked. Um, And then it just keeps going down from here. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard it as well, but I I heard something crackle. Did any of us hear that? No. <clears throat> Do I? It wasn't. I wasn't on the other side of the door. Did I get a uh, sense of walking no. down? A, did I get a sense of like depth in my dream? I mean, you started out underground, so you don't know how far down you might have been originally, but you probably dropped a good <laughs> fifty feet or so. Did I? So did I, I? Did I walk? Like in the dream, was I walking down at any point? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> anything look familiar um no not not necessarily but in the dream i was walking downwards so down the stairs i imagine Aaron, mara you're muted i am are you were it sounded like you were it looked like you were talking but we couldn't hear you i was that's okay i'll talk louder um yeah i I think keaton's right heading downward i mine in from my informant in the dream said to the enclave below. So continuing down until we see where this leads or until okay. it starts going up. All right. I will return to my position. All right. And the rest of you follow. <clears throat> yeah. Yep. yep. As we begin to move further down further down. Heaton, you're keeping an eye out, trying to see if you recognize any landmarks or anything particular from from your dream specifically. You guys move ahead, further ahead. You pass the door. That one doesn't look familiar. You continue downward. You pass an iron gate. That actually does look a little familiar. That one, I should say. Hmm. Locked? Yes. I will attempt to pick it. (laughs) So, Hayden, you see Cole beginning to pick a gate that you definitely walked past in your dream, but... Wait, no. I walked past it. I didn't go down it. Go ahead and make your thieves' tools check. I call out. 16. Uh, You managed to... Ping! Gate kind of... Oh, you should have said that before. <laughs> I, I just pointed out that it was familiar. I didn't say how or why. You could wait. Just that it was. Just that it was. <laughs> okay, <laughs> then. I'll open it, look a little farther past. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a yeah. room in there. You've got dark vision. You can kind of see. Yeah. There's a couple boxes, crates, old molded ones. Well, Cole has Save been taking the time. back. To- <laughs> Well, Cole has been taking the time to pick that lock. I've started to sketch a very rough map of here's where we went down. There were there was a door on this side, two mm-hmm. on this side. We have some record. Okay. The archaeologist is cartography. Yes. 
Exactly. It's important. All right. So you guys push on for further. And every so often, Heaton, you start to recognize doors that you've been past once before. A step that has that same slant to it that your feet sort of seem to remember. Until finally you get to the point and you can look just ahead to where there's an arched opening and you are pretty sure that's the big room there. Stop, 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 stop. Uh, so <clears throat> that's the room that I remember being in when I saw the array of items that seemed vaguely magical. All right. You notice that Unlike in your dream, the door has a couple faint cobwebs actually all the way across it, not just up in the corners or anything. Probably nobody's been through this door physically in a good while. Doesn't seem like it's been used very often. My dream seemed to indicate that it had been used regularly. I mean, your dream had a whole bunch of ghost people in there, sure, but, you know. I mean, yeah, my dream was a dream. <laughs> as prophetic as it can be, still dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe people used to meet here or something. Or um, maybe they will in the future. Yes. Um, and is that a... <clears throat> that's just a, like an archway? Can we tell? Um, is there anything... Well... Let's go in. It's just cobwebs. I will use prestidigitation to get them out of the way, away from me. Except Lol's furry hug. No. <laughs> <laughs> you use your prestidigitation, the, the cobwebs sort of flutter in a little gust of wind and blow open. You hear a faint <laughs> Sounds like a smallish spider or something, or maybe a couple of them. Crawling away from the yep. door. Mm-hmm. Is it really small if you can hear them walking away? <laughs> Not really. No. Not no. They're no big. The body is probably no bigger than your fist. We'll just- ah! <laughs> that is not a small. Ah. That's a spider that can fight back. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the Warcraft spider that just like catches the dude, like smacks him across the floor. Tar- tarantula, Cannon. you're saying? Tarantula. <laughs> Canon. Australia a- is part of Conflux. <laughs> <laughs> we are in Australia proper right Tar- now. Tarantulas are about the size Down of your below. fist. Land below. Yep. And right. you walk into the room. I come from a land down under. Uh, give me perception checks, everybody, as you come inside. All right. Is anybody carrying a light with them at all? Uh, as somebody who... Uh, yeah. I, have I mean, carrying, yes, carrying a lit one, no. Yeah, I have a lantern as well. It's not lit. Yeah. Okay. How many of you don't have dark vision? Okay, so you two oh. have been blind this entire time. Correct. No yeah. idea. That's why, that's why Korshana has had my tail. Okay. And I can't see I've anything been, anyway. Oh, I've been hanging out behind Aurelia. Yeah. Okay. Uh, perception check, you said? Yep. Down. So you two can feel the air change, Ooh. but you still can't see anything. But right. it's it's definitely going from that sort of, we're in a narrow hallway to, okay, things are bigger and open now. Natural 20s. Natural yes. look, look, at, look at this. It's beautiful. I see everything. Woten, Heaton, as you guys step in, you see a few shapes just kind of skitter on the edges. 
couple of them seem vaguely spiderish in nature. <laughs> the other ones have that kind of quadrupedal rodent gait to them where they sort of fall along the ground. But definitely scattering out away from your presence. Diamond, don't freak out. There's a spider oh. right above your head. Ha! Okay, I'm standing near Diamond and I get away. You just scramble backwards yep, and you I'm look sorry, up. Diamond, I left. I left. I I got your hand off. I was like leading you along, and nope. Uh, Diamond's more worried about the fact that she's been left in the dark, not so much that there's a spider. She's like, spiders are okay, but now I am. Uh, I will put a hand on your shoulder. I'll put a hand on your shoulder. I'm now guiding both of the blind people. Does it seem like there's anybody else in this place other than us? Not currently. If anyone would like to light up a lantern, I don't think there's anyone else here. I will light up a lantern. (laughs) I have torches and tinder. Come on. So you take a few moments. And then a spark hits the torch and... (laughs) Also, at what point did we pass 60 feet from the door? Oh, like a good while back. Okay. I'm not telling anybody that my Unseen Servant is gone, but I know my Unseen Servant is gone. Yeah. (laughs) Bernard has has dissipated. (laughs) (laughs) And the flame illuminates the room, and you can see up ahead there's a darker patch, as if the floor recedes into a lower area. Is that where the pit was? Distances were a little hard in the dream, but you assume probably. I'm going to head over there then. Okay. So this is where I was standing, I think. That's where Dutrain was standing, I think. And this is where there were things. As I look around, do I see any like like torch sconces or anything on the walls? Um, it's a little hard to tell. There's some recesses in the walls. You might be able to stash a torch in, um, but no, nothing that seems to be built or fit for that specific purpose. Mm. Is this the only door in and out of here? Uh, Woten, you can see across, now that the light's been lit especially, across the pit, there's what looks like it used to be another door, but is currently choked with collapsed stone. Based on the fact that there doesn't seem to be any known method of, like, lighting this place, and it doesn't seem like it was originally supposed to be above ground? No. Can I take a... Can I hazard a guess as to which of the... Because especially because stone cunning. Uh, can I take a look at the stonework and see if I can hazard a guess as to what type of people might have built this place? Yeah. Go ahead and make a history check. With I advantage, to, I think, right? Uh, I get to add double your proficiency. <clears throat> double your proficiency, that's right. Oh, really? I can tell that information, too. Yeah, I can... I, <laughs> I don't, add an extra two, so nine. Nine. I mean, you assume probably the Stoneworkers Guild, because they do 98% of the construction here as far as purposes go. You'd have to investigate a little further, probably, and depending on how old it is. I mean, you could have lit it maybe with just freestanding lampstands or something like that. Aurelia, you're looking around. 
it's a little weird of a place. Doesn't seem to have like it's it's near a foundry, but the foundry is obviously much newer than it is because it's built on top. Um, doesn't seem to be like industrial or economic in nature. Maybe some there's a lot of dirt and debris on the walls if there's any sort of like iconography or inscriptions or anything i clear some of that off with prestidigitation to see okay. if i can find anything so you walk over to part of the wall mm-hmm. um and you're as you're walking past you can see there's some grooves down into the pit like it's this flat stone floor and then this bowl underneath but there's some notches kind of into the side <clears throat> hmm. and that is- that's cora when you turn around now that you've all sort of migrated over towards the pit and you see something odd. There's four rats and two spiders that have lined themselves up and are now blocking the door behind you. Um, I need everybody to roll initiative. No! Go ahead and select your character tokens. I will get the initiative tracker out. Nope. Put them back. Hey! That's where you guys stay. (laughs) This is just a rough guesstimate of what the area is like. We're not doing moving around and tactical positioning and bullshit. Cool. Everything is going to be in range. So we can see the battle map, we just can't use the battle map. Exactly. Because that slows things down too much. Also, that removes the necessity for it to be to scale. Yep. I'll go ahead and go on a lower one because I keep forgetting to hit my token. This room looks like the eye of Sauron when he's angry. Oh, that's why. Jesus. It's like, why can't I select anything? But that's wow, that sounds bad. You've got the pan tool activated. Uh, As these six creatures ripple, <laughs> and then something rips out of the back of the spider, something no. peels open the mouth of the rat. No. My raven's at initiative 20. (laughs) (laughs) It rolled higher than I did. And six imps scramble their way out of whatever beast form they had been in. Nope. To try to murder the shit out of you. And Kurashana, you're the one who notices first. They're kind of red-skinned, but as they open their mouths, just this cold energy flows out. Uh, Their claws and the stingers at the ends of their tails seem to be tipped with ice. That's unfortunate. (laughs) Do I have any sort of innate familiarity with these things? (laughs) 
Nope. Can I roll an arcana roll to determine whether this is a particularly significant kind of cold? On your turn, you can. Okay. Aurelia, start yeah. us off. Yep. There is nothing to hide behind. Nope. <laughs> is there? I mean, not unless you jump down in the pit. Uh, how deep is it? Um, probably 10 feet down at the very lowest point. Walls, are they sloped or how hard? Sloped, yeah, it's like a bowl. Down? Okay. It, um, fairly smooth looking. How hard would it be to get back out? Uh, it's kind of smooth, but you know, it's 10 feet. And if somebody's got a rope or is willing to reach down to help you, you could probably get back out. Are there spikes at the bottom is an there important question. There are not question. spikes at the bottom. <laughs> nope. There's just a little tiny, like extra basin bowl size thing in the middle. All right. Well, these terrible things just happened and I don't like that. I'm going to, uh, cast to disable hopefully one of them, uh, Tasha's Hideous Laughter. Okay. Yes. At the one probably nearest me. Okay. He needs to, what is your spell uh, DC currently? 13. 13. He rolled a 20. Ah, shit. (laughs) So you cast this invocation at him and you see kind of the, the mouth start to quirk a little bit, and then. <laughs> <sighs> All right. right. Yep. You should have count twenty. The imps go. We're going to just make everybody take one attack. Okay. Wotan, you're up first. Makes sense. An eight does not hit you. No, it doesn't. <laughs> okay, Heaton. An eighteen, I assume, hits you. Yes. All right. Uh, I would need you, so this imp leaps on you and this stinger lashes underneath and tags you right in the ribs. You take seven piercing damage and I need you to make a constitution save. Yep. Seven. Okay, Ooh. and you take nine poison damage. I'm oh. out. Oh, <laughs> yep. Oh. yep, that's a thing. Yep. Fucking imps, man. You, oh. you noodle. <laughs> you noodle. <laughs> I had 15 hit points. They did 16 damage. Yeah, yeah, no, I know. A seven does not hit you, I assume. It does not. Okay. Uh, Diamond, does an 11 hit you? Yeah. Right, you take six piercing damage. Ow. And I need you to make a constitution save. Mm. Yeah, suck it. All right, so you only take seven poison damage. So six and seven? Yep. Thirteen. Thirteen. Grand total of thirteen. Roshana. Yep. Does a twelve hit you? No, it does not. Thank you, uh, fucking um, Armor of Shadows. uh, Armor of Shadows. (laughs) Good. (laughs) Right. So this imp lashes in on you and you manage to deflect out of its direction. Aurelia. class is thirteen, by the way. As is mine. Aurelia, uh, seven does not hit you. So they scramble all over you. There's tails lashing everywhere. But most of them do not make contact. My next warlock is going to be a warforged. Make a death save. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, make a death save? Sorry. Yes. I was not paying attention. Sorry. It's all good. 
Uh, da, 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 da. Failure! Cora, <laughs> uh, your turn. All right, so Arcana roll. Yep. Well, that's not great. These are definitely here for a reason, and you are that reason. Yeah, I, I figured. Um. Well, well, this is annoying because this is when it's a bad thing that you have skinned all of your spells to be cold based. Because <laughs> I'm going to assume that they are resisted at the very least. Um, I am going to. Uh, Hexblade Warlock. <laughs> so I More have a question. Forged. Okay. <laughs> um, this spell says one willing creature you touch is protected against certain types of of creatures. Mm-hmm. Is an unconscious person slowly easing their way towards death considered willing by default? Unconscious is not consent. I'll say yes. <laughs> okay. So I will yes. Um, because as we have established, I am not necessarily great at the medicining mean. Medicine mean. Um, so I will I will uh, 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 just make sure that um that 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 he doesn't get murdered by the imps okay. as uncon as they're unconscious on the ground sure um and i believe that's all i can do all right diamond <clears throat> diamond is uh going to pull out her Quarterstaff and cast armor shadows on herself because she forgot to do that. She just do that at will. Did it take an action to do that, or did she just? I believe so. Okay. Pulls out her quarterstaff, casts that, and is ready for the next garbage imp that tries to do that again. Um. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, that brings us to Woten. Uh, he kind of yanks the the compass off of his vest and just click clicks it open, holds it up to the air as the compass as the the needle of the compass spins rapidly and water seeps out of it and blasts towards one of the imps in an eldritch blast. All right, eleven. Eleven is a miss. Damn it. I was hoping they were easy to hit. <clears throat> they're small and they're agile, and the Eldritch Blast lances out or towards you know, it. I was hoping I'd roll higher than a five. Yep, and it manages to juke its wings out of the way as it sails past. Uh, uh, bonus action redeployment of any sort? Uh, I will stand next to Heaton and use my bonus action to cast Flurry. Hmm. And Cole. Uh, since nobody's really looking at me, I think I'll, I'll, I'll be comfortable doing this. Uh, I'm going to bonus action shift 
Um, and while it's dark and I take on a little, I get a little furrier, look a little bit, a little bit more ursine. Uh, and then for my action, I'll cast Witch Bolt. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Natural look, yeah. look oh, out. Yeah. There we go. Look out, everyone. Go ahead and roll that damage. Cole's a furry. Two plus three is five. Five damage. Oh, it's a right. 20, but, guys. Yep. But now, now I just got to use my action on the next turn to... A Yuan T pure blood Hexblade Warlock. Don't you get all to right. roll your damage dice twice for a it, natural? It does it already. I mean, you're not dying, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Aurelia. Back um, to you. You, you, yeah. you gave me protection from evil and good. You didn't stabilize me. <laughs> no. That's on you. Um, <laughs> I'm going to hex one of them. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I believe, I don't think they take that damage. Yeah. Um, Not until you hit them. Hmm. Yeah. But I I do cast it. Okay. Um, so I don't think any of us have the capacity to stabilize someone. Can I stabilize Heden with my action? Do you have a healer's kit? Mm-hmm. I do not. Sorry. I have. Yeah. All right. Cool. Nobody picked up a healer's kit. Did no, they? we did not. Or healing kits are expensive. They are. So are healing potions. Well, there. I think that just reduces the DC, doesn't it? Or you can, is it, you can use Strictly, speak, strictly speaking, a healer's kit just has a use to automatically stabilize someone. Technically speaking, you're supposed, you are typically able to make a medicine check to try mm-hmm. with yep. that one. Um, what are you doing with your action, Aurelia? Um, action, pulling out the crossbow. Can I get a bolt off or is that going to be a medic's turn? Uh, that'll be if you, you would have to load it and then your next turn you could. All right. I load it then. Okay. Yep. All right. Having seen what Cole is capable of, two of them are going to attack him. No. Does an 11 hit you, Cole? No. Does a 21 hit you? Yep. Make a constitution save. 14. Okay. You take five piercing and five poison. Okay, so... There goes my temporary hit points. All right, cool. The rest are going to swarm onto Koroshana. Um, Koroshana, I need you to make two constitution, no, one constitution save. Okay. My raven goes on 20 as well. I mean, it, I'm down. There's there's almost literally no chance if I got hit. Okay. No. I have right. 10 hit points. Okay. You are unconscious. <laughs> Welcome. <clears throat> Did any of those imps have to leave my threatened square? Uh, nope. Only one of them was up against you, and he hasn't gone yet. Ah, uh, Okay. Um, no, nope. since Koroshana went down on the first hit, they are going to shift their attention back to Cole. Yay. Uh, make a constitution save again, Cole. Okay. Natural 20. All right. You take five piercing and five poison. 
Okay. And that's a natural one. <laughs> uh, Diamond, one of them is going to attack you. Mm-hmm. But a 10 does not hit you, I don't believe. Now with armor on. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the last one's going to see if he can finish off Cole. <laughs> Make a constitution save, Cole. Uh, I hit my, my AC is 14. He rolled an 18. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go down just from the piercing damage. Okay. Damn it. Yep. So then Cole collapses as well. Damn it. All right. Well, I guess we'll be starting Grand Terror a lot sooner than we thought. <laughs> no, that one too hard. Okay. He didn't make another death save. Another failure. Almost oh, a natural no! one. Oh, oh, no! I was I was almost just dead there. But that was a two, oh, not a one. <laughs> Korashana, make a death save. Uh, Jeremy will get the one. <laughs> no, shut up. <laughs> oh, that was almost a critical success. Diamond, yeah. your turn. Uh, I'm super pissed off at these guys. Uh -huh. I'm going to. I'm not furry anymore. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I I'm going to witch bolt. Okay. One of the ones that's over coal. Okay. Are you going for the injured one or not the injured one? The injured one. Okay. Oh my god. Why won't you let me? My bird is pestering one of these fuckers. Uh, mm -hmm. action, Searching so. Pinterest for you on T. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I also didn't put this one on my attack list because I'm super bad at roll 20, so ignore that no that's a critical failure okay cool 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 die cole uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Blasts no. I'm, ca I'm counting it as yeah. a miss you do not accidentally murder <laughs> like, like, oh yeah i can do the lightning strike oh, too cole watch <laughs> um uh, can i attempt to stabilize heaton being the one standing next to him do you have a healer's kit i do not nope <laughs> Okay. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um, then I'm just going to try an Eldritch Blast someone. Okay. Am I going to come back in at level one, Jack? No. Nope, I'm not going to hit anything. Nope. Another so Eldritch Blast out, the water arcing through the darkness in towards this imp as it's fluttering in front of you, and it manages once again to spiral out of the way just in time. Oh, make a death save. Hmm. Oh, I don't like it. One failure there. Aurelia, your turn again. Yeah. You're just okay. hearing these shrieks and snaps and stingers lashing against armor and sometimes piercing flesh. Yep. All right. I am going to attempt to hit one of them with my crossbow for my action. Okay. Uh, that is going to be there. The 12 hit. Unfortunately, no. Fuck. You shoulder the crossbow, trying to gain a decent aim on one of these as it's flying through the air, and you squeeze the trigger. The bolt lances out towards it and barely just skims across its back, no damage, shattering against the far wall. 
Uh, we've got three people down. <clears throat> yes, yeah. we do. But you did attract its attention. I did. Does I'm a 17 going... hit you? Um, y yes, that is my, that is over my armor class. Um, I'm trying, Awakened Mind doesn't say I need to have an action. So I'm going to scream at one, at another one, besides the one that I attracted the attention to try and get one of theirs. Okay. Why the fuck not? <clears throat> Give me a intimidation check. Ooh. All right. I'm good at that. that and then make me a constitution check. Not that time, though. That guy right. looks neat. Natural 20. All right. You yeah. take five piercing damage and four poison damage. All right. You guys have been doing pretty good on these comm saves. Yeah. Yeah, not on anything else. <laughs> no. Yeah. You say you guys. <laughs> and Aurelia, a second one swoops in next to you as well. Yep. Uh, make me another constitution save. I was taken out in the first attack. <laughs> 13. Doodle. Okay. You take six piercing damage and three poison damage. Uh, I'm down. Okay. F. <clears throat> the other two Should've swoop run. towards Wotan. Should have run. Should have run. Wotan and Diamond are the only ones still up. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, make uh, you get advantage on po saves against poison, right? I also have resistance to poison damage. Yes. Okay. So go ahead and make your con save. Natural 20. Okay. Mm. So you take a quarter. So you take six piercing, four poison damage. That's a lot for having a quarter. Uh-huh. That means they did 18 poison damage on the roll? 16. Oh, yeah, 16. And a second constitution save. These guys are rolling real well. So no, okay. You take four piercing and three poison damage. And the last two on diamond. Uh, 22 hits you, yes? Yeah. Five piercing and go ahead and make your con save. Oh, damn. And 13 poison damage. Down. That puts you unconscious? Yes. Okay. And the last one on Wooten then. Another 22. Go ahead and make another con save, Wooten. Do you deal four piercing damage? Yes. He's unconscious because he has six hit points. TPK! Okay. <laughs> this is great. I mean, it almost feels like this was Eden. intentional because there was no fucking way we were beating that many imps. Your eyes closed, and the darkness is shot with a glint of ice. You stand naked and shivering on a frozen floor, spiderwebbed with fractures. Instinctively, you reach out for the threads of magic that have become your constant companions, but they're gone. And a voice resonates from all around you, far louder and more imposing than it has been in the past. So you are willing to sacrifice everything to win the game. I care not of your motives, my boy, only your drive and your passion. You do your blood credit. Take this now. Something heavy slams to the floor in front of you, sending a few ice chips scattering. It's a heavy book, bound in metal, chained closed with a strange sigil adorning the clasp. And the game is fully underway now, so I can tell you plainly. 
whosoever overthrows the government and secures a new one in its place will be declared the winning compact. Wotan. You fall backward, hitting water instead of the stone floor you anticipated. It closes over your head as huge, scaly coils wind past on all sides. You float, submerged in the eye of this immense reptilian tempest beneath the waves. The wake of its passage batters you on all sides, and you once again hear the hissing voice resound in your ears. Seek victory, salt spray. Answers lie along the victor's course. I will ensure that it comes to pass. And your compass floats up past your gaze. The needle twitches back and forth randomly as if North had quickly changed the locations. The previously tarnished plain brass fittings darken to a deep black, now sporting the occasional fang or scale-like embellishment. This city needs a new captain to write its course, Salt Spray. Go find them. Aurelia, you collide with the floor and continue falling. Down. Down through stony caverns, lightless crevices, gleaming crystals that shine in the black, and then out into the void. You sail past stars and nebula wheeling in infinite cycles through the most purely empty abyss you can fathom. It is an utter nothingness that contains all of everything. And then, in the distance, a strange non-Euclidean object rushing towards you. Space distorts as you draw closer, and the substance of the object expands and contracts in a disorienting fashion as you collide with it. At times it is simply a solid, at times it erupts into an infinite lattice of interconnected vibrating particles, and even these are composed of smaller particles still. You can feel the impermeable solidity of the object against you, and yet you can also feel infinitesimal bits of yourself bleeding and flaking away from your body and passing into and through the whatever it is. And then it blinks at you. The infinitely simple is always infinitely complex, and that which is and that which is not is always both more and less than it appears. Do not concern yourself over much with what might be, Aurelia. The future is far beyond your small scope, and the forces that shape it will always overwhelm you alone. Instead, look to what is already within your grasp. And then a shard of thought pierces your own consciousness. The things that you've seen in the last minutes crystallize into a clearer picture, and the scattered knowledge coalesces into a design, a process, a weapon. And you know how to make it. Diamond, you expected after the pain to feel the impact of stone on your back. Instead, an arm catches you as you fall back, stopping your head a few inches from the ground. Bright blue sky domes overhead, and the Marquis glances down at you with a faint mixture of surprise and amused exasperation on his face. Well, not exactly sure how you let that happen, but not my fault, probably. Things always do seem to require far more actual attending to than they should. Worth it in the end, hopefully. You're shockingly fragile, did you know? Um, not until now. Shh, 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 shh. You're injured. Don't worry, I'll throw something together to fix this. That's a good girl. 
He throws back his head and sends a piercing cry skyward. It has something of a predatory bird to it, mixed in with a wolf's howl and the crack of a calving glacier. There's a burst of wind and leaves nearby, and he presses something into your hand that you can't quite see. And your eyes snap open to the underground chamber once more. With the snarling imp perched on your chest, its sting readied for another blow. The stinger arcs in. What do you do? Uh, I go to strike it. You pull your staff across to block the attack, and the wood shatters beneath the impact, revealing something unyielding inside the quarterstaff. Koroshana, Mm -hmm. you fall to a knee. Your vision swims as the poison ravages your body, and you collapse, retching. Everything is pain right now, from the sharp spasms of punctured muscle to the sickening dull flames of venom in your bloodstream, all wrapped around the low pulsing ache of your still healing frostbite on your left arm. Your consciousness feebly attempts to maintain its grip on reality, latching onto the agony like a drowning man to a rope. And an imp flutters down in front of you, and your pain erupts outward in an icy blast as a hidden reserve of unknown arcane energy surges through your hand. Transparent links of frosted chain latch out and entangle the little demon. Its eyes bulge as the mystic bonds begin to tighten. You can feel its shard of mental rebellion flail outward, seeking to escape your control by any means necessary. And you tilt your head and crush it like a roach under the heel of a boot. Cole, once again, you float in front of the gaze of the Raven Queen. A thread runs from your left hand, leading towards the isolated snarl of fibers now glowing brightly. Each intersection of threads has a glimmer, and the sum of the thousands of them casts a diffuse beacon of light across your face. Fate pulls in many directions. Something shifts in your perception. You can faintly feel the various forces tugging at the threads of destiny, attempting to draw them one way or another. Victory, this cycle, belongs to those who forge the path of the future. You can see a few threads smolder, snap, and curl away in a shower of fading sparks. The plane moves onward, but if you can remain among those who guide it, your choices will have the weight to decide who ascends and how the city is ruled. More threads continue to burn away, revealing others beneath that drift in to fill the blank spaces left behind. Revolution comes, messenger. Win the choosing, and you win the game. And all of you feel these surges of arcane energy erupt through your body. You're at full health. You have all your hit points back, uh, all of your spell slots, and you are now level three. Yay. Which means I have more hit points. What's my number? Let's do that. Which also means my armor of shadow goes away, because at level three, I'm swapping armor of shadows out for Book of Ancient Secrets. (laughs) Okay. And my, my witch bolt disappears. <clears throat> but I have a new thing that I can do now. Same. You are now facing five imps, and you have an imp on your side now, Koroshana. Pause it. Okay. Sorry. No, it's okay. No, I mean, you can have it be an imp if you want, or Quasit, whichever. Did I know? I swear... Yeah, no, you even have it as a closet in the, sh- in the, in the NPC list. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
closets are imp like. Well, that imp's going to have a bad day as it gets <laughs> rebuilt from an evolutionary point of view. <laughs> mm -hmm. You can and mistake next week, a closet for it. We'll imp. see how these now five imps handle a much stronger group of warlocks. Say goodnight, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.